online scams are the fastest growing area of fraud and scams that we're seeing clients come to us uh, about investigating. So the online scam has always been around. You know, the old Nigerian inheritance scam. There has been many, many fraud deals, even back into the 90s that were online. But just in the last 18 to 24 months, the percentage and volume of these has gone up exponentially. You know, we probably get, you know, 80 or 90 calls a day and almost half of them are from some online scam. Typically, the scam goes like this. There's a social media representation of an opportunity. It could be a high return on an investment. We'll pay you 10% a month. We'll double your money in two months. There's some very outrageous return on investment, some opportunity. And it's presented on social media, usually to begin with. The prospect will reply to that social media, and then the, um, the victim will be directed to some website or email where they'll be told their money's going into some very special type of investment. It could be a real estate investment. It could be Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. It could be investing in uh, inventory. It usually is related to some high-profile news event. When, when Bitcoin goes up in value, it's about Bitcoin. When stocks go up in value, it's about stocks. When, real, when the real estate market is exploding, it's about flipping real estate. And what will happen is the victim will send money, a certain amount, 5000 10000 And then very quickly after that, the fake investment scam will send you a statement to say, hey, your money went up. You sent in 10000 Now your account was at 14000 Send in some more. And they'll ask for more money. And there'll always be more of an ask for money. And then what happens is, at some point, the victim will want to withdraw some money. Let's say your account was up to $25,000. they will say, well, you have to be at $30,000 to do withdrawal. Send us $5,000 more. Your account will be at thirty, but we'll double it and we'll be, you'll be at forty. And it'll be another reason to send more money. Sometimes they'll ask for taxes or customs fees or some other type of investigative fee. Make a long story short, they'll keep asking for money until you stop sending them money. So we'll get back to some examples of that. So here is a case in North Florida. The DOJ busted uh, a person that stole millions and millions of dollars almost for seven years. Solicited and induced individuals to invest money by making fraudulent misrepresentations that the investment was for real estate or other business deal with high guaranteed returns. That's the key right there, high guaranteed returns. Now, how do you prevent this? Well, at any point, if you have already invested in something or you're about to invest in something, verify where the investment is going. We're working on some cases right now where there's a company that says we're investing in real estate. All of our money is guaranteed by real estate deeds and mortgages. We've done some title searching and done some research on where these investments are supposed to happen. This company has no deeds on property. This company has no real estate investment. It's all made up. So back to this example, it alleges that the fraudster made false statements to gain investors' trust and influence them to indebt, such as mischaracterizing the relationship with attorneys. Here's another thing. There'll be fake credibility, right? We're a member of this organization. We're partners with this attorney. Usually not true. These are easy to verify. If the investment opportunity is telling you they're putting money in real estate, ask them for the address. Ask them for the county. You can find this information yourself. If they're saying they're associated with some professional organization, verify that. 
in every case we've seen a corporate fraud or investment fraud, we've been able to very quickly discover that many of the representations, like they say, misrepresentations, are not true. Even the address. Many times the address that shows up on their Facebook page, their website, is a post office or doesn't even exist if you do it on Google Maps. So this person has been indicted, charged with money laundering as well. Let's look at another one. Here's one where the U.S. state's attorney in New York, this is a multi-million dollar fraud scheme, money laundering, investment firms, to defraud investors in countries around the world. This is worldwide. The defendants carried out an international scheme that fleeced investors out of more than six million. This is small potatoes. We're seeing cases right now that are tens of millions of dollars. All the defendants are charged with multiple felonies. Alleged scheme took place, took advantage of victims with promise of valuable financial assets when in reality the funds were stolen and laundered back to criminal conspirators. This is what happens. They just take your money, they tell you it's going into cryptocurrency or some specialized bond deal or real estate deal and they're just putting it in their own bank account. So. The easy way to avoid this is to verify where the money's going. You want a copy of the real estate deed, copy of the bank account, copy of the cryptocurrency. Make sure you independently verify it. Many of these criminals can just Photoshop a bank statement, so make sure that it's actual and it's not made up. FINRA, which is one of the government organizations that monitor financial transactions, they have a whole page on avoiding fraud. Even if you have never been subjected to an investment fraudster sales pitch, you probably know someone who has. This is true. I guarantee you know somebody who has been a victim of an online scam or online fraud. It tells some of the different types and how to avoid it. Stop talking to them because they'll keep using social engineering or guilting you or making it seem so attractive that this investment will double your money that you may fall for it. So end the conversation. Here's what we talked about before, most important. Ask questions. Who are you? Where are you located? Where's your address? Can I come see you in person? Do you have a corporation? Where's your corporation located? But just basic questions will eliminate and filter out most of the scams. Even if they do pass this early question and answer, you still want to verify all the things they tell you. Red flags of fraud, this is an easy thing to look for. Anytime there's a guaranteed investment, guaranteed return, it's a red flag. Doesn't mean by itself it's a scam, but nobody can promise a guaranteed return. Most investment products have to be registered securities. You can ask the provider, are you a registered security? If the security is not registered, that means that they're already breaking one law, maybe they're breaking others. Consistent returns. You know, the market is not always the same. It goes up and down or it goes up faster sometimes than other times. Even the largest investment fraud, the Bernie Madoff case, that should have been a red flag because the investment returns were steady even during the financial crisis of 2008. Here's another red flag. Is the strategy or the investment complex? A lot of times the excuse is it's too complicated to explain to you. It's a secret algorithm. It's our own proprietary method. If they can't explain it to you, that's a red flag. Or if they don't want to because they tell you it's a secret. Missing documentation, this is exactly what we talked about. If they can't provide documented records of where your money is, is it in real estate? Is it in cryptocurrency? Then that's something that is a red flag. 
Account discrepancy, this is very common. If you look at your statements that you get every month, sometimes the math doesn't even add up. If they're making up fake financial statements and they're adding up different numbers in the column to have a balance at the end, do the math. Use a simple calculator and add it up. Sometimes they don't even bother to make the math add up, and that's a red flag. Pushy salesperson, look, if it's a good deal, they shouldn't have to be that hardcore of a sales process. People should be wanting to do this. Act now, urgency, time frame, those are all things that are important. Also look at, is the investment locked up, meaning that when you put your money in, are you prevented from taking it out for a certain period of time? Even the AARP has a front page article from very recently, from this month, about Bitcoin scams. So what's happening is scammers will use dating websites to create a fake long distance relationship and then start asking for cryptocurrency. Or they'll use for use other methods that aren't traceable. Send cash, send gift cards in Bitcoin who fed a string of lies and even sent fake certificates. Again, we talked about fake documents. Online scams don't have any boundaries. This is elderly people. They even are targeting Gen Z. More Gen Zs are falling for online scams. You know, this day and age, Gen Zers and, and millennials want to be part of technological advances, cryptocurrency, alternate banking sources, alternate income. Look, that generation has seen baby boomers make money off of investments for decades, and now they want to be part of it. So they want to use their own knowledge of technology to be part of the investment boom. But the scammers will use social engineering to speak their language, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, algorithms, social media, and the volume of scam victims grew 100% in that time period from 2017 to now. Why are young people falling for scams? Well, it's because they're young and well-educated and they have an optimism bias, meaning that they're looking for an upside. They're, they feel invulnerable and causes them not to take safety precautions. In some cases, it's that they haven't been through a negative event. You know, many baby boomers, when they were younger, they had losses. You know, there were limited partnership scams back then. There was, you know, going back into the, to the 1930s and 40s, there was a recession, there was a depression, there were world wars. So people were cautious with their money. So it's less likely that you're going to be careless with your funds. Distorted lenses, meaning that if you start asking questions and you say you don't understand something, you're going to be seen as unintelligent, old, and gullible. Meaning that when a scammer says to you, well, you should know about this, you know, you're a millennial, you should know how technology works. It's almost like guilting you into doing it that if you don't do it, you're too stupid. So online scams are a big deal. The U.S. Department of Justice, I guarantee you, is very busy. We're working on some cases right now that have been referred and have accepted for investigation that are online fraud scams. Some of them are very, very large companies that are out there doing scams. So if you are being presented with an investment opportunity, be very cautious, do your due diligence, find out where the records are, who the people are, their address. Is it a real company? Is it a real location? Do they have a corporation that's been around for a while? You can look that up, Secretary of State. If you've already been in a scam, and you need to find out how to get out or your money's at risk, that's more of an asset search, scam investigation. You can find more information about that on our website at activeintel.com where we do online fraud investigations and find assets quite frequently. Glad to be of assistance. 
If you do need more information, the website's there. You can email our help desk, help at activeintel.com. Or you can even arrange for a private consultation through Teleclient, which is our, you see it on the screen, which is our consultation video link. Be aware of these scams. They're causing multi-millions of dollars of losses and damage to people, and you don't want to be one of them. One large scam can wipe out 10 years of your hard work. And you don't want to be in that position where you have to start backwards and basically have worked for free for 10 years. If all your 10 years of savings goes down the drain in one scam, you basically work for free for that 10 years. Don't let that happen to you. We've seen it happen a million times. If you do think you're a victim, act early. Take action quickly to make sure you don't lose any more money and get your money back before it goes farther south.